Hello everybody, welcome back to Zdenek English Podcast. This is the second part of the interview with Luke Thompson. You know that the first part was published yesterday and it became very, very successful. In just one day, it actually broke the record of the listens that any episode has had on this podcast so far. It's quite obvious why it happened. It's because uh, Luke Thompson was on the show and uh, also due to the fact that Luke actually wrote an article on his website about this interview, about this published episode, which is obviously great. Uh, it helps a lot to promote this podcast because uh, not so many people still know about it, of course. So uh, thank you, Luke. And... Before I uh, give you the second part of the interview with Luke, I need to um, I need to quickly comment on the question I actually asked at the end of the first part. It was, of course, asked in this kind of a to-be-continued way. I wanted to make it a bit suspenseful, you know, but um, <clears throat> I didn't really choose the best question, to be honest, because the question was, what did you think when I actually asked you to do my podcast. Now, if you think about this, what I actually was asking, uh, it's not exactly how it should be said, right? There is something wrong with it. And it slightly did confuse Luke. You will have a chance to uh, hear this in a short moment. I will tell you later what is wrong about it. I'm sure most of you will identify this a little error but as you can see even little error may lead to some confusion so it is important not only to be fluent in language but also accurate you know um, fluency and accuracy are like two friends and they need each other so I promise that I will look into this um, and uh, explain what I did wrong after publishing this trilogy episode with Luke in the language analysis. Okay, so I present you Luke Thompson in St. James's Park. So what did you think when I actually asked you to, to do my podcast? So how did you feel about that? Like, you, I remember you, it was a bit weird for you, right? Well, what, when you started your podcast? Yeah, when I asked, first when I asked you, like, oh my God, what is this guy thinking? Or yeah, is he really serious? Or what, is he crazy? Or... Um, uh, what <laughs> you was said to me something like, You've ne this has never happened to you before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. had never happened to you. It, that, that had never happened to me before. Yeah. I'd never had anyone like... Like I had said on the podcast before, I'd said things like, Uh, in order to practice your speaking, maybe you know you could set up your own podcast. I, I think I called it Jose's English Podcast. Yeah, yeah. Because there was a period where, in on the podcast, whenever I referred to a generic listener, he, he was always called Jose. I don't know why. I I, that, in fact, yeah. I got an email, a couple of emails from listeners called Jose, who yeah. were, who were quite pleased that I was talking about them. But anyway, so I did say, yeah, maybe you could start your own podcast, call it Jose's English Podcast. And But I'm not, I'm not sure whether this was after or before that. Really? Yeah, I know in one of your episodes you actually said that, that, um, well, you kind of talked about my podcast in one of your, in a few of your episodes. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And you said that I started doing my podcast 
based on on your suggestion of creating Cossais English podcast, and I'm, I'm not quite sure. Really, you're not sure if it came no, after I, 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 I don't. Think, I, don't no, think I know that you were already podcasting. Um, well, it wasn't this sort of podcast. So, but you'd, uh, you'd already just, you'd already started doing some podcasts yourself. Uh, it was something slightly it's different. It's like a sort of audio it was project. Just, of yeah, it was called podcast. It was called actually Crazy English Podcast. Yeah. But, um, it was something totally different. It like, wasn't for learning English. I mean, not for the listeners anyway. No, maybe for you. For, I don't know what this was for. It was a kind of comedy ex- ex- podcast. Expressing myself, yes. Some kind of comedy podcast. All, it was all scripted and... Just changing some voices there. For me, it, it, was, it was quite influenced by Ricky Gervais's podcast. Mm. You could sense that. Uh, was it? Yeah. Like. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 the the bit that I listened to, to me, sounded like you'd listen to Ricky Gervais. I did podcast. because there was Carl Pink- Pilkington. Carl Pilkington was there, on there, but yeah. I don't think that no? this was okay. I I listened to. The, no, I watched this TV series, the one with animated Ricky Gervais. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't. I don't. Oh. I don't think I was in. in so you weren't a listener. It's just my. These were, I think, my ideas. Those ones, and uh, sometimes I did some crazy stuff even during my time at university. Like, I don't know, you know. So even when I had some presentations, some language presentations, I just do it. I just did it differently, totally differently. Like, right. Like this, but. Um, so how how was this? Like, so okay. Um, so I got an email from you saying, uh, basically saying, I'm going to, uh, I'd like to start my own podcast and call it Stenex English Podcast, um, or or I've already started it. And, uh, I'm, I'm not sure. I, I check, the, check this. I think it's the, the latter actually. But anyway, um, and you, you? No, just, it wasn't. Come on. I don't know. I, no, I, 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 I first asked you. I, I, I really felt it was. I really felt slightly guilty because I know it's like you're some kind of intellectual property or something, yeah, and yeah. Uh, it's like your idea and. Of course, at university, I was taught not to copy anything, and you had to add the bibliography and the quotations where mm. where mm. all your thoughts come from. And I was always the kind of person who respects these things uh, because I don't know, I'm just bad at cheating. Generally speaking, yeah. I'm bad at cheating. Yeah, whenever I cheat, it's like everybody reveals. Everyone realizes. Every, everybody everyone, realizes everyone it. So I just can't do it properly. Mm. So. I stick to these rules, so I felt really like I was like, "Come on, just like I'm na- no native speaker. I would never be able to rise up to such height or highness." No, uh, <laughs> what's the word? The, to, the rise to such a level or level of height, height, height. Yeah, uh, you got it right the first in time. In order to really some kind of become a true competition or to. <laughs> To, you know, to put him in danger, to put Luke mm. in danger or something. Mm. I knew this, but it still felt be- weird, you know, like... Right, okay. Like, so, the yeah. two sides. Um, one On one hand, I thought, okay, this I, I should support this guy because, uh, you know, he's he's making an effort to, to, first of all, to do a podcast, and I totally respect that, and, you know, we're, us podcasters, we're a community, and... Uh, you know, we, we should look. You know, stand up for each other, and you know, all that sort of thing. So, in the same way that uh, if someone started to do stand up, I would you know mm. help them, and I'd be there for them, and and because it's very tough and very difficult, and, yeah. and all that sort of thing. So, on that, on one hand, I thought, okay, so he's starting to do a podcast. Great, good for him. And it's going to be a bit hard because he because he's doing a learning English podcast, and yet he's not a native speaker of English. So, yeah, fair play. And he's a teacher, and I'm a teacher too, so there's a bit of camera... Uh, camera common ground. Common ground, common yeah. Ground. Um, and so I thought, great. 
Secondly, I was kind of flattered by the fact that uh, you were a big fan of, of my podcast. So naturally, I'm kind of that sort of disarmed me a bit. Um, that uh, I, you know, clearly you were a fan of, of my work, and that's great. It's great to feel that I'd inspired someone to, to, to do it themselves. So that was also very inspiring too. Um, and yeah, so I just generally supported the, the idea. I also thought, well, he, you know, he's a like-minded person, and, and fine, that's that's totally cool. Now I also have some knowledge of of, of, of law, like the, the sort of legal side of things. And uh, uh, I think that a lawyer would have a different view on it, right? Now, lawyers are slightly different creatures. They, they view things purely in terms of, uh, you know, legal cases and, yeah. and, and you know, whether you, it, it, it will be beneficial or harmful to you in somehow in the long run. Lawyers are all about covering their, their asses. And uh, if, like, if I was a lawyer or if I had taken legal advice and someone had emailed me saying can i do a, uh, this this uh, piece of work uh, in the same way that you're doing it and and uh, like uh, can i kind of use the approach that you're using to do my own podcast so basically i want to um, use the same uh, uh, structure and style and and, and so on uh uh, can I do that? Then a lawyer would probably say, "No, you certainly can't, because that's my intellectual property." And you got, you know, um, you know, it's complicated. You'd, uh, lawyers would uh, argue that uh, you'd have to get some legal permission, you know, like a license or something from me. Um, now, I'm not a lawyer, um, but at the same time, we are not on the market, are we? Yes, exactly. Yeah, like... yeah, yeah. I'm not actually. There's, there's no contract. Uh, yeah, I don't have a contract with my listeners, um, actually. It's, it's like a bit. We are, we are doing this for free. So. Yes, it's a grey area. It's free. But st still, you know, it, feel, it felt really a little bit weird. And I did, I did at the beginning. I did even repeat some of your jokes, and you know, it was like I was trying to find some some kind of voice yeah. of mine, and now that which that, was which was natural, I think. That to me is an important point. So, first of all. Um, I think that like calling it Stenix English podcast is fine. Uh, that's great, um, and like um, sort of using a similar approach to me is also cool. That's fine. Yeah. But when it, if it comes to like uh, specific bits of content, uh, like it, you know specific yeah. uh, things that I say or yeah. uh, phrases, sentences, or jokes or whatever you want to call them, um, that's a different case because that uh, that's getting too close. You're yeah. right, but I wasn't like saying it to I don't know to cop copy you in, no. order to, in order to present it as mine true it yeah. was just like parody because yeah uh, I presume that most of my listeners even now are your listeners as well I th yeah I, I guess I, so. I'm not sure if I get if I have one or two or three listeners who don't know you because I always speak about your podcast in my podcast yes you do yeah so and a lot of a lot of my listeners came from your podcast because you told them about my podcast so I don't know you know um, I, I see what you mean about the, the parody or the homage. I or didn't whatever. mean it in a, in, a, in a way that I would steal it from you. Yeah, you know, it's like you're, I, you're I, not I, passing I, off. That's I the. I was just like you know trying to imitate you. Yeah, the legal the legal term is passing off, and that is a right. you know like a serious legal uh, they call it a tort. That's like a legal wrong that okay. you can be taken to court for. Okay. And passing off is when you take one person's work and you present it as your own. For example, if you uh, took bought some Coca-Cola 
and poured it into a new bottle and, and labelled the bottles as Denix Cola, yeah. and then you sold it. That clearly, that's obviously illegal, isn't yeah. it? Because you're you're um, selling someone else's product as your own. Mm. Now, when it comes to like uh, the the very grey area that exists around things like what we do as podcasters or even as comedians or teachers. Um, it's much harder to identify when, yeah. if someone is parodying someone, if someone is paying yeah. homage to someone. Or so it's, it's basically about you getting a good lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> so I should get no. ready for this. No, no, no. I, what, what it may be a good idea is if I just sort of explain in slightly more detail where I, you know, stand on, on this. So, um, okay. So as a comedian, first of all, and I've, I've told you about this before, Among comedians, there is an unwritten rule. It's a very strong, very important rule among comics. And thats it's probably the only rule that there is in stand-up. And that is that you don't steal other people's jokes. Yeah. Okay? You don't take other people's yeah. material and do it on stage. And that's a cardinal sin. Mm-hmm. And if you do that, then you'll be rejected by all the other comedians. And, oh, my God. You know, it's a really serious, really serious thing to do as <laughs> a comedian. Must pay more attention to this. So we're not comedians <laughs> in when we do our podcasts. Um, Uh, but I think the same kind of law. I'm, I'm invoking the law of comedy. Don't worry, Steph. No, I, I, think, I think I think you are right. And uh, but I, uh, I I know you once told me about this, and I I realize it. And but I, wait I just, a minute. Okay. Um, so so I'm kind of invoking the law of comedy there. Um, and I I'm not saying that you've done it. All right. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying. At the same time, I'm you are draw- not saying no, that no, wait I didn't a minute, do it. Wait a minute. I'm drawing a line. I'm saying that. Uh, it's important to establish the rules right the rules are uh, the same as the rules of comedy in my opinion because there are no one else is going to write the rules for for like you know doing podcasts for learners of English I think Um, so the rules are don't don't uh, don't do jokes and material Um, so that just means specific things that uh, I say and similarly I I think that would apply to me too Uh, I shouldn't do the same thing um So that's 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 one thing. The second thing that I'd like to say is that I think more and more, as you do your podcast, you're developing your own unique voice. Well, let's say let's say, and maybe yeah. when you started, you needed to yeah. to use the sort of framework of Luke's English mm-hmm. podcast to to help you start as a platform. But now, as you're approaching your 100th episode, you're developing your own style. And I think you should go in that direction more, just to sort of develop your own uniqueness. And that will make you more and more powerful as well, because everyone else will identify that it's really you. And um, so that that's, that's... I'll try to work on that one, following yeah. your advice, of course. <laughs> But I support you, and I, I, I support the fact that you're doing your podcast, and I understand it. it's, it's quite hard for you as a non-native speaker you're well, a, you're a great teacher a fully you know you there qualified. are more sides to this you know and yeah. i i told my listeners several times several times why i'm doing this i need to express myself mm. i find it funny but also i kind of selfishly believe this can really help me myself personally and yeah. my english so yeah, I think and i am actually maybe could become inspiration for some other learners yeah. as well yeah. you know because your listeners Your stuff is great. They learn from it, but uh, it's like you're another level from them. You're a native speaker. Yeah. You know, like they they could say, I, I can't, I can never do this because you are like flawless. You know. Well. Yeah. You know what I mean I in terms mean. of the language. I know what you mean. But me, like they can see, my listeners can see and hear that sometimes I struggle. Sometimes I don't know how, what to say, how to say mm. it. Mm. Sometimes I use wrong language. Sometimes I even make mistakes. Even mm. being a teacher. Yeah. But. You know, they can even see some kind of development of me as a podcaster, like 
I've gone some way, you know, gone a long yeah. way. So also, they they can learn from your example and see that. I mean, nothing bad has happened to you, has it, as a result of of doing this? And if you've Not made yet. any <laughs> if you've made any mistakes, let's say you made a couple of grammar or vocab errors yeah. in a podcast, I, I mean, you, you haven't like had to pay for those I, mistakes, have you? I just beat myself up for it All a right. lot of times, but you know. Okay, fine. Just fine. That's how you improve. Yeah. But um, my point is that maybe people can realise that. Sure, cor- being correct and, and uh, using the right words is, is obviously very important, but uh, you don't achieve anything by, by keeping your mouth closed, mm. and that, that uh, it does require some uh, like uh, courage to, to open your mouth and, yeah. and, and publish what you're doing. And so, yeah, maybe you, sh- you could be an inspiration for other people who, who could learn from your courage. And, and it is courage, you know. There's this example of the Swiss guy Guillaume. Guillaume, right? yeah. He's my he's my listener. And yeah. I recently published an episode with him. It was episode uh, 96 and also 70. Yeah. And there I had an interview with him, and he has his own podcast now. Yes. Guillaume's English podcast. Yeah. And it's like he did this, you know, because he heard my podcast and he thought he could do it as well. And yeah. He's doing it now. Yeah. Come on, isn't that great? Like it's absolutely great. It's yes. like. Impressive. I'm really, really. glad that he uh, has has made the step to, to start doing it himself, and uh, I'm sure he'll find that it's quite an addictive thing to do, and he'll probably get sucked down the, the rabbit hole as well. But um, uh, I, I hope that I, I sincerely hope that it, it helps him. Uh, I really do. Uh, Guillaume's quite an interesting character because, he is, yeah. I, as we know, like, I met him. He he um, he came to one of the shows in Paris, and and so we went for a drink afterwards. And that one of the things that struck me about Guillaume is that uh, uh, I, um, he seems kind of shy, don't you think? A little bit. A little bit, On yeah. one hand, he seems a bit yeah. slightly shy. On the other hand, who wouldn't be shy in your presence? Well, like, I, don't you know, know about, I don't know about that. But, but he, he seemed a little bit shy. Maybe it's just because he was so starstruck to meet Luke, I think, Luke I th- from Luke's English I think podcast. So. Come on, it's like you, but, you had one episode yourself about Eddie's art. Yeah, true, true. It's I, like it's different. I find it hard to imagine... He would it's he, the same effect. He would feel more comfortable if he was actually his friend. You know, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong and he's not that shy. But I felt... I don't, I don't know. know. I'm prob- I must be wrong. But anyway, know. I felt like he was a little bit shy. And yet he's outgoing enough to, to do his podcast. Which is like a, just an interesting combination. He didn't like like um, a lot of people who start, for example, doing podcasts or start doing comedy. Or, or I, I align it with comedy because it's it's the next thing that I can think of. You know, rec- speaking into a microphone as a form of kind of entertainment. Um, m- many people who do that are naturally very sort of outgoing types. For and me, I, I think it's not that he's outgoing. I think it's it's just courage. I think this is just that he's brave. Yeah, yeah, that's. Uh, I think he's he's intelligent because he's he's intelligent because he knows this can ultimately help him. Mm. But he's also brave. Mm. Uh, just he's really coming out of his comfort zone with this. Come on, yeah. it's like oh, he he should be applauded for it definitely. Yeah, I, I'm I'm very impressed. It must be even hundred times harder for me than for me because yeah, I do this often. I speak English. I'm a teacher. Yeah, I speak to my students all the time. Yeah, even as a non-native speaker. So. Uh, I feel comfortable speaking English. Yeah. Even though this is another level, it's a different different thing. But still, for him, like he has never done this before. Yeah. And what he's done is actually he's taken a step out, as you said, out of his comfort zone. Yeah, but also he's taken a step out of his world and he's now having many more 
encounters in English. Yeah. Like he was on your podcast, yeah. he Skyped with you a few times, yeah. and I'm sure that more and more he's actually speaking English more than he would have done if he didn't do the podcast. So that that's great. So it's hard for like most people in the world to find opportunities to speak English. So in this in this context, you've got to make your opportunities for speaking English, and it's hard to find ones that are really really authentic. But you've got to do your best. So I hope that Guillaume sort of um, keeps keeps going. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. For, and and I hope that the, a little community is created in which people sort of commun- talk to each other uh, on online. Mm-hmm. I suggested actually that he call the he asked me what should I call my podcast? Shall I call it Talk to Learn Podcast or shall I call it Guillaume's English Podcast? And again, the the lawyer would have said don't don't ask don't tell him to call it Guillaume's English podcast because um, you're then you're you know you're kind of giving away part I think of he your... asked me the same, same question as well yeah <laughs> okay the, the lawyer would would say oh. don't don't give away your intellectual property like that uh, by and but then me I thought well maybe selfishly I thought it might be nice to create like a, a like a community of of listeners who create their own podcast yeah. and they could all call it well, Blah Blah Blah's English Podcast. It's a little bit happening, isn't it? I guess so. Yes, yes, I guess it is. Um, so, yeah, I wish him all the best and, and, and I hope it, it, it's a success for him and I hope he finds it satisfying and, and useful and, and, and so on and good luck to him. Yeah. yeah, I'm very impressed by his courage, genuinely. Yeah, for me it's like courage. This is courage, he's brave. Yeah, you I too. I don't know about the... You too, you I don't too. know if he's like outgoing or not if this has to do with this yeah. thing probably probably he, he can't be that shy you know? I, I, yeah I don't know maybe I, I didn't get the full yeah. force of his well, personality one thing is to be shy if you have to speak in another language you know like yeah 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 I we, mean, don't, we don't know him that well uh, true I don't know him you, well. you know him more than me because I've at least seen him so yeah I actually met, met I have, him I've never met him uh, so. all I know is that he, you know, he's, he was very nice and he was very generous because he gave me loads of chocolate he brought me loads of Swiss chocolate, which is all gone. It's, it's obviously it's all disappeared. I, yeah. I, I consumed all of it. Um, uh, so thanks for that. Um, so yes, where were we again? Well, I, I thought I could have a look at some of the, some of the yeah, questions. Yeah, sure. Okay, you're going to ask you, me some so questions. Uh, I might ask you some questions yeah, too, Nick, if we have time. I haven't prepared anything because this is your podcast, after all. It's nice. This is like having a little break. For me, normally I'm the one who has to do all the recording and write down the questions, but uh, this time so I'm, I, host, I'm yeah. the interviewee. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so my first question is: What did you learn about yourself doing the podcast? Like, did you did you kind of get to know yourself better through doing the podcast, like as a person? Um, yeah. Yeah, I did. Sometimes we need other people to tell us because we just kind of cannot see ourselves in the mirror. Yeah. But yeah, sometimes we come to some kind of understanding about yeah. ourselves. I realized, um, um, let's see. Um, Sorry, maybe it's a tough no, no, question no, no, to start just, with. <laughs> I need to just think about my answer. Okay, I realized that I can talk and talk, as we said before. I realized that... Um, I, I am actually able to talk. Like for years, I thought that I I wasn't an articulate person, and I didn't realise that I had a voice, you know. Um, and yeah, for years, I I, I thought that I, I couldn't um, 
really express my ideas and, and so on. Like, as a kid growing up in my family, my brother and my dad did all the talking in the family, and I, you know, I couldn't do it and I used to get very stressed out and concerned that I couldn't express myself this is a big problem and you know for years I never really managed to express myself I had lots of ideas I and think things. a lot of people who has this who have this kind of anxiety just it's just some kind of what is the word it's neurosis it's, or? no it's like it's it's not real you know it's like yeah it's not pretense what's the it's word just an imaginary it's thing just imaginary thing it's yeah not, it's not yeah real. it's not Yeah, you know. but doing the podcast sort of, and being a teacher allowed me to discover the fact that actually I, I did have a voice. So that's that's one thing, and also the other thing is, well, that's it really. It's just that I, I learned I had a voice. I was going to say that I also learned that I had loads of stupid ideas in my head, but I was well aware of that before I did the podcast. Um, it, the podcast just maybe taught me that um, you can do whatever you want. You can just 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 do it yourself. Yeah, um, and you don't need to. Yeah, you can just do it yourself. Especially with having a computer, um, you can just create your own world hmm. and define the rules yourself. And there are there are no rules. It's, it's very just nice because everybody likes some kind of freedom, right? You yeah, don't, you don't like to be restricted by other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being given yeah. some limits and all that. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So. And and with the podcasting thing, like I always wanted to be a radio DJ. I had this sort of fantasy that I would have my own radio show. And now, in the world that we live in, you can. You can just do it yourself. And I just started from nothing. And uh, to an extent, doing an English language podcast was a way of just guaranteeing an audience. Because I knew there would be an audience of people in the world who would listen yeah. to it. Yeah. And so, yeah, you can just, as I said, you don't need to try and get a job Uh, on a radio station you can do that if you want but you can also equally do it yourself you just need to make sure that you've got an audience in mind and you've got an aim and, mm. and, and so on mm. but it's it's possible to just do it yourself yeah. so would you ever in, in the wildest dreams like when you were really starting would you ever think it would go this far like you would have such a huge audience like, was it your intention was it your aim at the beginning or were you a little bit surprised by Well, I mean, to be honest, Senna, you, you talk about, like, going this far. In my head, uh, and, and I mean, it hasn't really impacted on my life that much. I don't feel like it's that much different to how I started out. I still sit in a room, and I still talk to a computer uh, for an hour or whatever, and I still upload it. And I, I don't get, really, a, a sense that Luke's English Podcast has become massive. All really? I get is numbers. I just get some numbers on a screen. Really? And, yeah, on, I, I get something. Tell, tell me about like the listeners that get back to you. Like how many? Okay. Like this true. is for me. It doesn't happen so often, but when it happens, it's like a huge sense of some kind of. Oh yeah. I'm I'm so proud at that moment. Yeah. Like oh my god, this is, this is really happening. They really I, listen to me and they mm. they like this. Oh stuff, yeah. I, so don't get me wrong. I don't mean to take it for granted yeah. I mean I do get plenty of correspondence I get loads of messages from listeners that's obviously that's amazing and maybe I'm I'm used to it now by yeah. now I've been doing it for five years and I'm probably got to the point where I'm a bit used to it but don't get me wrong I love getting messages and uh, it's very important that I get feedback from my listeners and I you know of course it's it's just fantastic to get positive feedback and any negative feedback don't get much of that maybe people are nice but um <laughs> But I, it's great to get positive feedback. It means a great deal to me. But at the same time, um, I, I, 
Okay, correspondence and numbers of listeners and a few donations. Beyond that, though, it doesn't feel like it's changed my life that much. Huh. You know, you get the sense probably... I, I don't know. I don't know what I expect, huh. really. I don't know if, if I expect people to stop being in the streets. <laughs> and I don't think I'd want that, to be honest, I, either. I think this must be hard, because... But I don't... I, yeah, being... There's some kind of gap that I'm, I'm your, still your fan, you know, and it's like... Like, we really admire you. Like, even the listeners that listen to this right now, they admire you for what you have done. So Yeah. Well, like, that's great. That's not easy, easy thing to get in life, right? Like, yes. I don't know. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm... I'm there might, there can, I'm could delighted. be some people who plan this. Like, really, one day they say, okay, I'm going to become famous. Mm. Or I'm going to become recognized or do something worth I'm very respect ha- or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, I don't think that it's that easy, you know? true i guess so, not i mean you if you're in the middle of it like me if if i mean i i've been in the middle of what i'm doing mm. on my own i've done it all on my own yeah so i don't really have any perspective on what i've done at all i don't i've had like hardly any perspective on it at all so for me it's been gradual since the day that i started doing it to kind of now after five years over five years of doing it it's gradually picked up and it's become more and more popular and I've got more and more listeners and it's become more and more um, established hmm. but because it's been a gradual thing and because I've changed my living situation a couple mm-hmm. of years ago I haven't I haven't really noticed hmm. you know it's it's like when I, you get understand that, it's yeah. like getting yeah. older yeah. if you yeah. if you look at yourself yeah. in the mirror five years yeah. ago and you see your face and then you see yourself in the mirror every day for five years you don't notice you don't it. notice how you've how you've changed yeah. but if a friend sees you who yeah. hasn't seen you for five years they'll go wow look at you for a long time yeah yeah, yeah so I, haven't, I, I don't really have much perspective or mm-hmm. uh, um, I don't really I can't really see how that's maybe what, what makes the podcast more genuine I don't know it's like spe- speculative stuff here. I'm not trying to say that uh, it's nothing it means nothing it's a massive thing I mean it's like t- actually one of the taking over my life Stenic yeah. seriously and I think about it all the time and um, and obviously I'm I'm, uh, I'm always hoping to hear from listeners and when I get comments I'm over the moon um, and all that kind of thing yes great maybe what I'd I won't be satisfied, basically. I'm, not, I'm not, still not satisfied by any means. And I'm not going to be satisfied, maybe ever, but maybe I'll never be satisfied until I'm actually doing this for a living mm-hmm. and I'm getting paid for it and I'm, and I'm, I'm able to justify doing only this, that my own thing online at either the podcast or videos and other services and things when I get to that point then I'll be able to say yes I've, I've made a success out of this I see what you mean but you know it's yeah. so so the, the the things I've achieved so far for me it's just the beginning just 200 episodes uh, audio we are glad to hear that yeah I mean I would <laughs> gladly uh, do more and more and build it into a much bigger thing but it's all a question of uh, time resources yeah. and my time is, is, is uh, rapidly shrinking you know as I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm um, uh, going to get married and I'm going to... We know. Uh, but being married doesn't mean I won't be able to do it because my wife-to-be is cool and she is totally supportive right. and brilliant. What about some kids in but the future? Kids, yeah, yeah, if I have kids, know. then, I mean, you know, th- in theory, I'd still be able to do it if I have kids. But we all know that, you know, once kids arrive, you know, everything changes and you end yeah. up spending all your energy just trying to keep and them some alive. Of us, some of us might be even a little bit afraid of this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, 
You end up spending all your time just trying to keep them alive, Stenic, and you don't necessarily have opportunities to spend hours doing yeah. the podcast. Did you listen to it? Well, you may not yeah. have listened to it, but did you notice that I uploaded an episode about the World Cup recently? Episode six. It's like an hour and forty minutes long. Yeah. Um, you know it's your longest episode it's ever. It's my longest episode ep- I ever. I noticed. Yeah. Um, that's one where I read out comments. Now, normally I don't do them that long, <laughs> but it just so happened to, to to happen that time. But do you know how long I spent? Uh, preparing, recording, uploading, and publishing that that episode. That one? Yeah, I have no idea. It took me about five hours. Five hours. Yeah, from from that's, sitting that's, down that's to start. Long, that's to, a long to, time. That's yeah, long. five hours. It's a, it's a long one, mm. and uh, so I've got to be aware of how much time it takes. Yeah. Now, Stenek, we're being approached here by a duck. Oh my god! A duck is approaching <laughs> on the grass, walking towards us because it seems to think we've got food. Now we only have beer. You only have beer here. And a recorder. Check beer. Shall I throw a stick to see if it'll eat the stick? Know. There you go. There's a stick. No. Not interested. Like water of ducks. ducks. Uh, this is duck. Hello, what is, ducky, what is it? duck, like duck. Water of ducks. Water off a duck's back. Water off a duck's back. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I do like uh, birds and I like ducks. I think ducks are hilarious <laughs> just because of the sound they make. <laughs> no, it's, this duck is uh, now leaving us. Just moving on. Fine. I okay. wonder what it is thinking once, once you produce those sounds. I think that duck is thinking. When I went rack, 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 the duck yeah. was like, what is that? Duck language? This, you need to go to duck school uh, to, to learn how to communicate it with the duck. To, it went to the guy who smoked. Yeah, this, du- this duck is looking for some skunk. I think. <laughs> I think that's what it's interested in. Maybe this duck is some kind of a modern type of a duck. It's a, it's a, it's a, a cool smoker or yeah, a cool young duck who smokes yeah. weed. Smokes weed. Yeah. Um, right, where were we today? Sorry, we keep getting sidetracked. I think you, you managed to answer my question very well. So that's what uh, what you learned about yourself doing the podcast. Yeah. That was the first question. So that was like some kind of journey of self-discover. A journey of self-discovery. <laughs> yeah, it was like that. And right. Um, well, I'm just... We might have touched up on a, some of these questions actually okay. here before. All right. So maybe, can you imagine your life without the podcast now? Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can. Um, and um, if if I was living without the, I mean, of course, I can imagine my life without the podcast. That doesn't mean that I I like the the idea of my life without the podcast, but I can definitely imagine it. And I imagine that I would be just—I'd probably be doing something similar. Mm. I think I'd be writing because I used to write before I did the, the the podcast. I used to write a lot, and I was trying to find my voice as a writer. So I'd probably be writing or doing something. I used to make videos. I used to make comedy videos. They weren't very funny. Uh, a couple of them were pretty good. But before I started doing stand-up, I used to do videos. So I'd, I'm really interested in film and filmmaking. So mm-hmm. I'd be. Probably. That's what you studied after all, isn't it? Uh, yeah, but I studied um, like watching films, okay. not making them. By that I mean st- I studied uh, like uh, film studies uh, mm. uh, in terms of like, like uh, theory and understanding the theory mm. and interpreting the, mm-hmm. the, the meanings in mm-hmm. films and so on. So I'm into that, so I, I might be a filmmaker or something if I wasn't doing this. So, yeah, I can imagine it. I'd, I'd read more. I'd be but, reading more but books. But you, you have to agree with me that the podcast has grown on you, of course. Oh, oh yeah. The yes. podcast has taken over Your my life, life in, a, in a way. In a way. Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. 
yeah. just as the stand-up comedy did. So yeah, well, I started if, the podcast before the comedy. Yeah, I think. But if you had to choose yeah. to drop one of these, to quit one of these, if I was for do... some reason, somebody gave you this as a order, like an op. I, I don't know to... why they would do it, but you know, <laughs> just just a stupid, stupid question. So I ha- I'm forced to. You're forced to drop one. Stand-up or, or podcasting? Yes, to give up one. Well, Which I mean, one would it be? That's a very difficult question. Yeah. Um, very difficult because they're different things, as you know. Mm-hmm. And the thing about stand-up that's, that's great is that you get this instant feedback in terms of laughter from the audience. And that's like... It's very rewarding. Oh, yeah. it's incredible, yeah. If you go and stand up and uh, you, you make the audience laugh, it's like, boom, you know. It literally is like an explosion. I can understand because it, it, it can be rewarding if you make a good joke and uh, with, yeah, it's like an exp- with your friend it's and like exp- he laughs and he likes it. Yeah. yeah Makes yeah. you feel good too. Yeah. And if it's like a lot of people, it must be even better. Like built into everybody is this, this sort of uh, desire for power, right? Now that can... That approval and... Approval as well. Approval yeah, approval and, and so on. And we, we all seek social approval and apparently most people's biggest fear is to is to be to, rejected and yeah, left, left alone and most people are worried about what other people think of them and and most of our fears are based around this idea that we don't want people to think that we're bad or we're stupid or whatever um, so paranoid a little bit yeah 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 we're everyone's concerned about looking bad in other people's eyes uh, also within us all is a sense of uh, power and uh and normally that manifests itself in uh, in in things like sex and stuff like that, right? Now, um, the, the, now that I can explain that. Um, there's a show called House of Cards with Kevin Spacey, and it's a political drama. And there's a, a quote from that when Kevin Spacey, who is this politician, a very powerful politician, um, and he's having an affair with a journalist, a, a, a woman, and he says to her, "Everything is about power." Except for... No, no, wait a minute. <laughs> I got it wrong. He says everything's about sex, right? Except for sex, which is about power, okay. right? So deep within us somehow is this this uh, interplay about power and how that relates to, you know, something important in all of, all of us. And a lot of people uh, go for that in the negative way. Mm. They want to uh, dominate, you know, well, people. When you say power, it's like... Sounds a bit negative, you know. Yeah. It brings up some negative connotations. Yeah, we think of dominating people yeah. and so on. Power, powerful. Yeah. yeah, lots of people want status and they want power. Mm-hmm. In their jobs, people will will work hard just to get a little bit more status so they have a little bit more power over people. Yeah. Uh, you know, in politics, people will do almost anything to get power, you know, crime, whatever. In my country, this is looks this is looked down on yes and I th- it's looked I don't down know on how it is in Europe, no it's looked down on in, in English too and this is part of my in point this, in this country it's horrible in it's, my country it's horrible yeah, it's like, yeah the idea of power as a, as a dominating force it's, it's a negative thing it's, so, but this is part of my point that in stand up what you can do is uh, you can use all of that psychology and you can have total power over the room but it's purely for good and it's completely harmless in fact it's it's beneficial so you can take all of that stuff all of the stuff that's hardwired into us about power and control and everything and use it in a, a perfectly socially acceptable and good and beneficial way so that everyone laughs and has a good time you feel rewarded like you've expressed yourself and you 
you had like that sort of innate sense of desire to, to have power and control that's satisfied without any of the negative or evil connotations that you normally associate so with everyone it. is happy so everyone's happy it's like the ultimate kind of uh, uh, way to it's the ultimate form of social expression and approval hmm. the negative side is that if it doesn't work and people don't laugh you feel absolutely awful it's like you've promised to do a magic trick yeah. and then you've failed to do it and everyone looks at you like an it idiot. doesn't help if somebody tells you to, to uh, shut up there's a solace there's a way of solace just you try it it doesn't help does it uh, at least you try it something like that yeah oh no no it doesn't no, help there's nothing yeah. that there's you feel nothing bad about yourself and embarrassed and there's, there's no way to make a, a, a failed comedian feel better about himself yeah. no um So uh, that's the thing about stand-up is that you can go up, you can you can do it, and it's amazing when it works, hmm. um, and it's immediate because the audience laughs. Yeah. But I would give up stand-up, uh, I think, instead of doing podcasts. Is it because you put so much hard work into doing the podcast? Maybe, or? yeah. So But also because doing stand-up requires you to go out of the house. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, <laughs> you know that's a pain in the neck. I don't is like it? necessarily to go out. And I don't really want to have to... It's it's a lot more troublesome mm. to go out and to have to see people and to... Um, Interact with them. Yeah, and, and it's very awkward and... and Strange. It, no, <laughs> Now you're not no, speaking I like, I a, like, a, no, no, like a comedian. I, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I don't mean that I'm a socially uh, awkward person. I just mean that before doing a gig... I often feel nervous and the last thing I want to do is to interact with people I feel incredibly nervous before gigs sometimes and that's natural uh, but I don't necessarily want to engage with people socially so it's very difficult sometimes I find it quite tricky you know uh, whereas with podcasting it's much safer you can do it you've got more flexibility you can do it wherever whenever you want plus I think like there are loads of comedians as you said yourself earlier especially here in Great Britain it's like Na yeah. na na national sport yeah and yeah. the podcast the way you do it it's like unique really you 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 invented your own style yeah and I it's guess. like you cannot find anything like this anywhere on the internet so it must yeah. make you feel proud and it's like oh, yeah. in a way like you're a godfather of this good yeah I suppose so yeah. So, yeah 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 it does make me feel good so uh, why why would we give up something like that like yeah. something so unique you know yeah so. and 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 I'll Yes, I think I think I can achieve some of the things I do in stand-up on the podcast as well. Yeah. But obviously, I'm not going to give up stand-up. I'm not going to give. I'm up not. Pod. I'm not telling you. I to. know. <laughs> It was just a rid ridiculous question. <laughs> I feel like I'm I'm talking far too much on your podcast here, Stenek. But well, that's the point, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know. That's why I'm I'm being interviewed. I suppose that's what you want me to do. Anyway, go on. Okay, Next question let me ask in you this vanity more. project. Um, <laughs> <laughs> How did your friends react when you started doing the podcast? Did they all kind of support you? Did they back you up? That's the end of today's episode. If you want to know the answer to this question, you will have to wait about a day and... Um, Hopefully you are patient people. If you are, um, you will be rewarded with the final part of the interview with Luke Thompson. I hope you enjoyed this. Judging from the response and feedback I have from my friends and some of my listeners, uh, you did enjoy it. I would like to thank to uh, the listeners um, for support uh, 
and uh, for backing me up basically because uh, uh, recently I've been a bit hard on myself. I was I was beating myself up over my English in this interview a little bit and uh, I really appreciate that um, you are trying to make me feel better and um, cal calming me down basically. Uh, I'm trying I'm trying to take your advice of course. Thank you very much and bye-bye.